Okay, hello everyone, and welcome back to A Love Letter to My Twenties. My name is Ariana, and we have a very special guest today. Her name is Sam Wood. Sam is my little, which we can get into in a little bit, but you can introduce yourself. I want all of my guests to introduce themselves by saying what they're up to right now. You can talk about your goals, whatever you want, however you want to introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Sam. I just turned 20. And right now, I'm just working at Red Lobster. (laughs) We love Um, Red Lobster. Yeah, it's great. But that's really it. That's all I have going on this summer. I just am working so that I can save for rent and all the stuff that's going to be going into my new room when I move back to school. Also saving for school. Yeah, Sam's about to live in a sorority house. It's not really like... (laughs) What you it's think not, a sorority yeah, house would be. It's not like a big party house. Like it's like six girls, house. yeah. And she's about to be a junior, too. So yeah. Sam just turned 20. So how do you feel entering adult life? Do you feel any different? <laughs> no, it's just already so annoying being 20 and not 21. Yeah. Because you're so close. That's true. Yeah, so far. <laughs> I feel like 21's a big thing. But then after that, there's like nothing. Right, then what is there to look forward there's to? There's nothing. I'm about to turn 23 and I just had nothing to look forward to. No, you have a lot to look forward <laughs> to, but 21's the best one. Do you have plans for your 21st? I want to go to Nashville. I want to go. Yes, I've been telling everybody I'm going to Nashville and then watch it not happen, but it's okay. <laughs> well, something about me and Sam is that we're very extra. Yeah. So like everything that we do is above and beyond so I feel like if you play in Nashville it's gonna be yeah. so fun I mean even like my 20th birthday like there's no reason to have like people over yeah like, it's 20 mm. but I did <laughs> but she did <laughs> but I did and it was fun so I was can okay. see you making one of those itineraries you know when you go on yeah. trips and then you can see that's like why, what everyone's gonna be wearing this day yeah, and that's stuff. why Ariana is planning my bachelorette party yep when her and her boyfriend get married and we'll talk about her boyfriend later on but when they do get married I'm going to play in the bachelorette party. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the first topic, which is going to be a little heavy because this is something that I feel like everyone struggles with a little bit differently. We're going to talk about mental health. I know that I don't struggle as much as I feel like you may. But everyone does everyone, have different yeah. problems. So. Everyone has their own things. Yeah, so I want to hear about your experience with anxiety, just mental health overall. It doesn't have to just be your anxiety, whatever you want to talk about. Just kind of explain what you kind of go through. Okay, so uh, I have anxiety and early anxiety my whole life. But in high school, progressively got worse. And I went to go see the doctor a couple of times, but like nothing that was putting me on medicine, I guess. And I was afraid to go see a therapist yeah but then after my freshman year that summer was really bad and every time I got anxious I would throw up freshman year of college yeah freshman year of college I was just throwing up all the time because of my anxiety I couldn't keep food down ever Mm. and I just was in a mental state of like not feeling alive it sounds really weird but like I would just keep saying to my mom, this doesn't feel real. Like, you're just like I'm in. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a dream. This doesn't feel real. And then that would cause up the anxiety, too. But, yeah, so then I went to the doctor. They put me on 
medicine a low dose we, what really needed to happen was i needed to find a therapist and it takes a long time to find a therapist yeah especially like, one that you like yeah and like the wait lists are long and also it costs money i know friends that pay 60 dollars a session or something mm-hmm. like that and luckily i found a therapist and money comes out of my pocket and she's been really great and helped me a lot so now i'm on two different medicines and like not saying that medicine cures all yeah because I still have my moments, like, random times of the day. Even on your medicine. Yeah. Those are just things that I work through with my my therapist. Whatever thoughts that pop into my head for those reasons. So were you scared to go on medicine? Um, I was taking part of my dad's, like, one medicine. It was more of, like, an immediate relief kind of thing. Obviously, you shouldn't take anybody's medicine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, were you just, like, taking it from him, or he knew? No, he knew. He was in high school sometimes. I know prom day i was having the worst anxiety so i i took one yeah and i told my doctor that and they they gave me my own version of his pill Mm -hmm. so when i'm having really bad anxiety attacks even on my medicine i take that medicine to help it was a more more immediate relief thing but they also like don't want you to take that as often because that's not real yeah you need to work through it more than just push it aside you're suppressing those feelings rather than working through it so it's gonna happen again well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think you can just kind of be dependent on it and then you end up not taking or you skip it one day? Well, you know what I mean? that medicine, like, I only take in very rare cases where, like, it really isn't going away and I have something going on. But I'm on Lexpro and Buspirin or something. I forget how to say it. But if I skip those, like, if I forget to take it one day, the next day I'll be so off. Yeah. I'll have anxiety through the roof. You can't just, like, stop taking those medicines. If I miss a day, I'm going to continue to take it. It's like, like the rest of your life, like you're going to You can wean off of it, but you need your doctor to help you wean off of it. You can't just go from like 10 milligrams to nothing for months. It fucks up your brain. It basically gives you serotonin. Mm-hmm. So when I started taking the second medicine, you had to make sure that I wasn't going to get serotonin syndrome, which is like too much serotonin. It can oh, be really gosh. bad for you. Yeah. But I've been fine, so. Gotcha. Well, because I feel like a lot of people are scared to go on medicine because they don't want to just have to rely on that for the rest of their life, but also... With anxiety, I never had anxiety my whole life. And then this past year, it's hard because you don't know where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Half the time, you don't know where the root is. So I've had friends that have anxiety. You deal with it. One of my best friends does. And it's like, how do you even help someone go through that stuff when you don't know what the root cause? You know what I mean? Do you like when people are around you? There is always a root cause, which is what I've learned. Yeah. There is always something that causes it, but it might be subconsciously. I just went through one of these sessions with my therapist recently. Attachment styles. She was explaining to me there's different attachment styles. And what we found out was my attachment style is anxious avoidance. So when I would get really anxious or when I cared about somebody, I would start to drift off. And I would be like, why do I feel this way? Or get anxious when I see them. Why do I feel this way? When about like, people I, that you care about? Yeah. Like why, when I love these people, why do I feel anxious being around them? And it's the anxious avoidance attachment style. So I don't know why I'm feeling this way. There's no root cause of it, but then But you do know that there always is. Yeah. It might just be something that happened in your childhood. A lot of things stem from your childhood or like experiences that you went through before and you might feel the same kind of way, but you don't think of it. So yours, you feel like you're going to be attached to someone? It's, it's hard to explain. It's like you're afraid to get hurt yeah, or be left, so you avoid it. Mm. those people because you don't want to get too attached gotcha but once you identify that then it's easier to 
help it. That like, that was a recent discovery. So <laughs> like, this is a new find of ours. Well, because I feel like people get scared to talk to a therapist, but even if you don't go through these problems, I feel like you just need to talk to a therapist. Like I said, it's hard for an outsider to help someone because you don't know mm-hmm. what's going to help them. So do you feel like the people closest to you when they try to help, does it just not really help you at all? It depends on the situation. My favorite coping thing when I get really anxious is going on a walk outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that with my mom and with my boyfriend. And honestly, those walks, there's not much talking. Yeah. It's literally just walking and clearing your head, kind yeah. of. Because sometimes when I talk about it even more, it makes me even more anxious talking yeah. about it. The walk really just lets me just feel like outside helps me so much and I feel like when people have mental health a lot of times people start to be like oh I think you have this and people try to diagnose you as a friend they're like oh I think that this is a problem sometimes when you hear that you're just like no no yeah (laughs) I think the best thing as an outsider to do when you have someone going through an anxious moment is to distract them yeah honestly counting your fingers naming all the things you see smell touch just kind of putting them in a different mindset and bringing them back to reality helps. Or, or tell them a story about something totally random. Because I feel like you don't always have to, as a friend, find the problem. No, I don't think it's your friend's job to find the problem. Yeah. That might just make you more annoyed. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Like, you don't know what's going on. And also, so like I was saying this past year, my heart would just beat really fast. Because I was overthinking. Because I went on acne medication. So I'm like, maybe it's that or maybe it's my diet or something like that. But for me, I was always like, I didn't think that there was ever a cause. Like, sometimes your heart just races. You know what I mean? I don't know if diet's good, but different medicines you go on can, like, birth controls. Yeah. I think that part of the intensity might have been part of my birth control. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're putting something different in your body, so it's going to change. But I don't know. I don't know much about acne medicine. Because but... <laughs> I also thought it was an environment thing because... My home friend, I don't know if this is true for you, but my home friends are so different than my college friends. Mm-hmm. The sorority, I love all of them, and I love both of them differently. Yeah. But going from hanging out with my home friends all the time to going to the sorority, I felt was such a big change for me that I just like, would panic all the time going yeah. out. There was no problem. I don't know these people. No, exactly. <laughs> it's like a scary. different state of mind, yeah. But it's hard to adjust to all these new people. Going out, too, I never, we did go out. But I feel like half the time I would only go out because I was like, Sam's going, so it's fine. You know what I mean? Sam or someone else. But I don't know. For me, it's really hard to get comfortable with other people. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah. But adjusting from home to school was just really hard for me. No. (laughs) And I want to hear your experience. I think that was one of the reasons that my anxiety really got bad was because I was in my own world at school, Mm -hmm. moving away from home. I mean, when I first moved to college, I was I started to get really anxious because I was away from home. Yeah. But then I got used to it, and I found my people here, and I'm now living independently. I'm on my own. I'm doing my own thing. I'm in yeah. my own world. I don't have my mom telling me what to do, where, like asking, where are you going? When are you going to be home? Like, <laughs> all that stuff. And then going home it just changes yeah. in a day. Mm-hmm. And then also, it was the first time I ever had a boyfriend, now he's lived to, living two hours away from me. Yeah. When I was with him every single day. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know what I'm going to see him next. That was... It's it's still really hard. Even the second summer being yeah. back, it's still really hard. And also, finding my home friends again. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk that much when I'm at school, but Same. like... And you have to like, find a balance between Right. Them. It does make you grateful, too, because... I remember when I went to college, sometimes you just get so used to being in high school, so it was good to 
be around different people because then you start being, oh my god like I miss I don't know this friend yeah. or even like your parents you're just not always constantly with them right yeah I like don't really go home that much when I'm at school so I don't really get to see them I do invite my friends up but you know they have their own things going on they're going to other yeah. schools too so it's, it's hard to see them and so I felt like there was a disconnect between that, but then I, again, I talked to my therapist about it, and she's like, just reach out, and yeah. I did, and now I'm hanging out with them every day. It, it was all in my head, like, that there was a problem, but... Well, that's how I was, too, because I always thought, to have school friends, I need to cut off, like, everyone from home. It's it's so, like, toxic. No, yeah, but it's, <laughs> But like, I would do it, that. Because it's a totally different world. You're yeah. in two different worlds, mm-hmm. and I'm two, di- it's like, I'm two different people. Like, yeah. I'm at school, Sam, and then I'm at home, Sam. Like, yeah, it's literally. two different people. And I don't know why people don't talk about going to college and how hard coming back from it can be. Mm. Like, love it, but coming back from it is, like, And it's it's so different because you're going out, too, and then you go home, and it's, like... Boring. Yeah. It's so boring. (laughs) There's nothing to do, especially if you're not 21. Yeah, it's not even, like, just going out. not even 21. Like, there's nothing in my town, like, that's, like, there's an Applebee's, like, wow, great, cool. Well, my town is the same as my school town. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just weird going from, like, we have plans. In a sorority, I don't know if this, I'm sure Alabama, whatever, they probably have it way more strict, but I feel like ours, it's such a small school, so everyone's Mm -hmm. really close, so we're just constantly doing stuff. And then you go from hanging out with people and being around people every single day to just being by yourself. Like, it's, like, really hard for me. (laughs) Right, even having roommates. I mean, I know you didn't live on campus, but having roommates, you're... You always have someone to go to. If you're bored, walk out to your living room. Mm-hmm. But then I'm bored and I walk out and I just see my dad do it, like watching <laughs> yeah, TV. And you're like, and what are like, we going to talk about? <laughs> like I said in the beginning, I've just been working. Yeah. And then in August, I'll be moving back and then getting back into the school grind. But I still have to go through different emotions and anxieties and get used to it all again when I go back from school. Yeah. I just have to get used to being back home again. Well, it'll be good to have your roommates, too, because you're living with five other girls, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like you'll be able to have a lot of people around you. Yeah, which I'm, just, makes it I'm a little bit nervous about it because, I mean, they're girls in our sorority, but I'm not incredibly close with them. Yeah. But I know we will all get close and be hanging out all the time, but yeah, it's a little bit scary. Not scary because, like, these aren't scary people, but yeah. scary, like, to go into um, Like place. living with like, yeah, new people. Yeah, living with new people because they're not the people that I've been living with. Yeah. The, for the past two years so. well that's how I was I just moved in with two like I wasn't even close with well Casey and Amy I mentioned them in like all my <laughs> episodes but when I moved in with them I was not close at all but when you hang out with someone every single day just living with people you just automatically you're gonna get close yeah it's just a natural thing because we were talking about home versus school but I also want to talk about just friends overall balancing your friend life and your relationship life because I know a lot of people struggle with this and I have a lot of friends and even myself I struggled with this for a while so I want to hear how you balance your time in the summer it's very easy yeah because I only get certain amount of days with Anthony Mm -hmm. Uh, and then every other day I get to see my friends school is a little bit different because we're able to be with each other every day yeah and it's hard to go from all summer barely seeing each other and then not not wanting to be with him yeah like 24 7 I don't know it's something I'm still trying to figure out and it's been an issue with one of my friends that's probably caused a divide but at the same time it, it's a two-way street me and my best friend we've never had a boyfriend before so when I got mine I was 
I didn't know how to balance. Yeah, it at I all. feel like that's everyone because you have the honeymoon phase. Yeah, you always want to be with your boyfriend. It's right. just how it. How so it then happens. she started hanging out. With, I mean, they're my friends too, but she started hanging out with our other friends a lot. And so then, eventually, they stopped asking me to go to things. Yeah. And so, then there is they just are assuming that I'm with him, and even if I am, I may want to go. Yeah. But like they just don't think of it, and it's not their fault because mm-hmm. they might see that I'm with him. Also, I like when my friends like to hang out with me and him. Yeah. Like, my one friend, Rory, she loves to be around us, and it doesn't feel like... Like, forced, right? Like, like right, awkward, or, like, yeah. a third wheel or at all. She, she always says, like, I never feel like a third wheel when I'm hanging out with you guys. So, yeah. like, that, too. And, like, we also have similar friends that so we're always in groups together as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's something that we've been talking about a lot and I don't know it's really hard it's really hard I know what you mean because I would literally not like that you're blocking people out because that's not it but it's I've had troubles with other friends when I got a boyfriend because I don't know because you find this person you want to be around them all the time obviously but it's nothing towards your friends right and she she would feel like I replaced her yeah that wasn't true Mm. it's a different kind of relationship and it's hard it's something that I think alone we both have to work on and then together we both have to work on. I still think that I see my friends yeah. a lot, but now those friends aren't I'm not going to be living with anymore, so there's no more going to be just random dinner time, yeah. like talks and stuff like that. So now it's going to be a whole new adjustment on trying to find time with these friends because we're not going to be living with each other anymore. And then again, I'm going to be living with these other new girls that yeah. I'm going to want to try to find time for because I want to get close with them. And then also be able to see him. So I have I have a lot, <laughs> a lot to work. I have yeah. a lot of adjusting for the next year and relationships to work on. But, I mean, if you want them to last, then it's worth the work. Yeah. So. Well, that's just like growing up. Obviously, even in the future, you probably won't be living with roommates. You'll probably move in with someone that you're dating and all that stuff. So it gets hard for anyone. I'm sure our parents, they don't talk to their high school best friend as much as they right. want to. But... I feel like it's just a mutual agreement between everyone. Eventually, you're not going to talk as much, but that doesn't mean you're not still, like, right. you still I mean, don't love them. And going stuff. into your 20s, like, that's when people start to think about marriage yeah. and fam- starting families and stuff. So you aren't going to be able to... You're going to have to prioritize your significant other yeah. over friends. Not mean that, like, you're going to need to kick your friends out of your life, but yeah. just, like, it's going to be a different relationship. And I think that's another thing that was hard for us to fully grasp is that we're not gonna have the same relationship that we did in high school mm-hmm. because we have we're growing up and we're gonna start having different priorities and different people yeah in our and lives. you meet so many new people and you also like can't take it personally either when people are working on themselves and people are changing because everyone goes through it and I want to say my friend theory really quick <laughs> okay because <laughs> I said that I need to talk about this because I saw something and it was like we should have a different friend for everything instead of looking for a f- one friend that has it all. You know what I mean? It was something on TikTok, but my TikTok is good sometimes. People are spitting facts. Like, yeah, <laughs> facts. They're spitting facts. But the one was like, you have your OG bestie that you knew ever since you were young that you go to because they know your whole family. They know everything. And then you have a best friend that is always going to hang out with you. And then you have someone that you could go to when you're ever stressed or worried. And I feel like 
we find all of these different traits in a boyfriend because that's kind of their job in your relationship. Right, they have to be everything for you. Yeah, but that's why I feel like it's hard to adjust from getting everything in a boyfriend and then being like, well, this friend can't give me all of this. You know what I mean? Especially because, I mean, I know my experience, my boyfriend is everything. Yeah. And that sounds so cheesy, but, like, he is the person I go to. He helps me through everything. He knows all about my life and my family and... He always wants to hang out with me. I mean, yeah. when we're able to. <laughs> Not <laughs> and, today, but <laughs> and it, mostly, literally, yeah. yeah. And he he does everything for me. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I could be the same for him. So. Mm. And that's just, like, we need to understand that not every friend is going to do that for you because it's not every friend's job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, a relationship thing. You want to find someone that can do all these things for you. But also, when you start not assigning roles because that's really (laughs) weird, but once you start realizing that this friend may not help you through all your problems, but they also may just be a good person that you want to hang around, then you start appreciating having different people. Because when, yeah. you, if you get into a fight with your boyfriend or something, at least you know you'll have other people to fall on. Yeah. So it's important not to cut everyone off, but No, I don't, just I never want to cut anybody off. It's yeah. just, it's... It's literally just it's, adjusting. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to find the balance. Yeah. It. I feel like we hit all of our... Yeah, I feel like we, we hit all the things we wanted to talk about. Okay, cool. So this is, we're probably going to call this introducing Sam Wood into her adulthood life or something else. But <laughs> everyone, I hope you liked watching this episode and you can follow A Love Letter in My 20s on TikTok. You can listen to it on YouTube. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I don't have it on Google Podcasts. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. But And then I also have it on Instagram. So if you guys like this, maybe you can give it a five-star rating. And <laughs> thank you, Sam, for coming on. Thanks for having me. And we have a booze cruise to go to. We so. do. So we think so. I have to start getting ready. Yeah, like, we have always a long ready. <laughs> yeah. I have to get ready. Okay. Well, that is the episode. Okay, bye. You say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>